Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi. I'm finally here. You're here. You made it. What a nightmare. I have been I had been on the phone since nine o'clock this morning. Ew. Yeah. Trying to change my primary care physician through Medicare. I swear to God. I at one point I was sitting there and I thought, I'm just gonna get up and go bang my head on a wall while I'm on hold yet again. That sounds terrible. If I ever get arrested by the police, I would never crack under police interrogation. But you make me deal with somebody on the phone regarding Medicare and benefits and what plans are available and what isn't. And I will crack like a seasoned nut. I like it. So that's the that's the play if you're ever taken in by the coppers. Yeah. I mean, I told the woman on the phone she was super nice. I said, I don't know how you do this for a living. I only have to deal with me trying to figure this out, and I feel like I'm going to die. I need to go lay down. Plus, I still have freaking vertigo on top of it. So she's like, can you go get your Medicare card? Can you go get your supplement card? I'm like, sure, hold on, as I ping pong off the walls to go get my wallet out of my purse. Oh, I need to cry. I can't cope. The whole time I'm like, I'm going to have to talk to Rachel and get Rachel to deal with this because I cannot fucking deal with this. But it's done. (laughs) Finally have a new doctor. So proud of you. Yeah, I lived through it. How about you? How's your morning? It's great. I am ready to talk about this book or not talk about this book. And we could just talk about Medicare for an hour. And I might actually enjoy that more than I enjoyed this book. Oh, my God. That's so funny. You and me both, baby. You and me both. Let's just breeze through this book then. And we'll have people on, you know, suspense wondering what our opinion is of this this book. (laughs) I could read the blurb and literally go straight to my review if we, <laughs> no, if we wanted. It's let's bad. Let's just do a, a basic overview. Do you want to read the description of this book? Well, let's start with the title. Okay. Go ahead. So the title of the book is The Hunted Vampire Navy Seal, Sam and Layla, book one by S.B. Alexander. Very good. Do you want to read the description of the book and then we can just discuss it? Sure. Amazon blurb says, human against vampire, the hunter against the hunted. I kill bloodsuckers for a living. The job should be simple. Capture the target and collect the money. But when I draw my enemy out in the open, I'm blindsided by his mesmerizing green eyes and snarky wit. Sam Mason is the type of vampire my mom warned me about. The kind who will seduce you with his easy smile and arrogant charm. Yet I know better. The vampire Navy SEAL oozes mayhem and sex appeal. Sam's deadly swagger 
puts me on edge and sets my nerves on fire. If I mess with him, he'll annihilate me in a second. That thrills and terrifies me at the same time. A million red flags are telling me to run, but my sister's lives are in jeopardy and the only way to save them is to grovel for Sam's help. Is it possible to push the flames to the back burner and trust an enemy who can take anything he wants? And then it says, The Hunted is an enemies to lovers, paranormal, military romance, and the first book in the new Vampire Navy SEAL spinoff series. Layla and Sam's story is a slow burn romance with a feisty heroine, snarky banter, action, suspense, off the charts, steamy times, and ends on a cliffhanger. And I'm winded. Yeah, so this is book one of seven. Apparently, I can't believe there's seven books in this series. Yeah, so it's book one of seven, and it says, let's see, all seven books are about the same couple. Oh my god, are they really? That's what it says. Vampire Navy SEAL, Sam and Layla. Okay, so first of all, if I were a Navy SEAL, who is the top echelon of who you want when you some shit's going down i would be so insulted by this book i don't even know where i would begin to complain it's like really is this what you picture a navy seal is like what based on what do women find this attractive go ahead i'm gonna go on a tirade oh no it's okay i think my i had a couple problems with this book which was not necessarily with this author or maybe Mm -hmm this book but i guess because it was a spin-off there was a lot of characters in the book and it was really hard for me to follow along with the characters and i could definitely tell that there was some shit being referenced that had happened in a different series so i didn't know that this is a spin-off well, of another series yeah so this is the spin-off of another series which I didn't realize until I was like halfway through the book. And I was like, why does this feel like they're referencing shit that's already happened or like characters or like there's all this stuff being referenced, right? There's so much information dumping at the beginning of this book. I thought it was just me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I can't keep track of all these characters. It's way too much. The back history, the typical Romeo and Juliet from the family of vampire hunters he of course is a vampire it's forbidden love because you know the father tells him you cannot get involved with this woman you know she's got her family it's the capulets all over again i honestly i'm going to be really honest with you i did not finish this book i could not take it i had a really hard time with this book it it sucks because i actually really liked the beginning of the book i was like Mm -hmm. oh this is kind of interesting and like chapter one ends and i'm like okay like some stuff at the beginning was kind of cool it's the vampire his name is sam he's got a twin sister he's kind of on this mission he's scoping out this bar he sees these women go in the bar and then they just kind of look like they're humans but they kind of just look like bimbos going in the bar and then things kind of take a little turn and i was like oh that's kind of cool kind of hooked me right but then it very quickly Mm -hmm. lost me because in chapter two this is how quickly it fucking lost me (laughs) chapter one ended i was like oh okay cool literally page 11 to page 12 Mm -hmm. the author uses and this happens in the book quite frequently the same references a lot so here's four things i highlighted from page 11 to page 12 okay 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 one sentence says quick as a flash another one says within seconds another one says 
in a flash. Another sentence says, she was upright in a second. These four things happen in a one-page span. (laughs) This was when it really lost me because every time it happened, it was too repetitive on things like this. The phrasing really needed to be broken up for me, and that's just how my brain works. Mm, so mm-hmm. once I start seeing shit like that, I can't stop. Then another highlight I have from page 20, it says quick as a spark. There was so many of these little phrases repeatedly mm-hmm. throughout the book that well, it really I, took me out of it. I also, by the second chapter, as soon as they had dialogue between the two of them, I was like, she really thinks it's a turn on to have a man speak to her that way. Who talks to somebody that way? And you think that you know, this is the way romance should be. In my opinion, there was nothing good about it. I was thinking if I was in this vampire bar and this man started talking to me the way he, Sam, talks to her, I would have been like, get lost, you freaking loser. See, I was getting annoyed with things that weren't the dialogue. So then I ended up reading only dialogue after a while. And even that, I had to skip big chunks of it because there there was too much. There was most of my highlights are just things that bothered me in terms of like the writing. It didn't really make sense to me. So let me go back to my notes from chapter one. And maybe this was because it is a spinoff. So if you had read the original series, maybe all of this stuff makes sense to you. But in my mind, if it's a seven book spinoff from another series, you almost need to treat it as if it's a standalone in terms of like your world building and setting shit up, right? I agree. Yes. Sam thinks about how he's a natural-born vampire, and it says, We carried a gene that would give us two supernatural abilities when activated around our teen years. If a vamp developed anything more than that, they were considered unique or elite. However, in our world, my sister, father, and I were only vampires, excuse me, were the only vampires who had been gifted or cursed in some respects with several supernatural abilities. So... This was kind of interesting, but then it really threw me off because he was a natural born vampire. He talks about like this genetic thing happening, these supernatural abilities. But then they also talk about how it's as if you're like born a human and then at a certain point the gene gets activated and you could choose if you want to become a vampire or if you want to stay a human. I was really lost with this whole premise of vampire versus human i didn't like that part to me was like what the hell are you talking about and who would choose to be a vampire if you had a choice i'm sorry for me i would not yeah there's all this ability that they have he and his sister are both empathic they can all read minds it was just too much trying to throw it altogether in my opinion in this one book it was it was a lot and you add all the characters and everything going on okay so in chapter four sam thinks about how they'd been forced to lose our humanity five years ago a process that was unique to activate the vampire gene those born with it had to ingest their vampire father's blood. Then he also thinks about how the process couldn't be done until one reached puberty or later. Even then, it was a choice. So essentially, you're a human until you're like 15 or 16, I guess. And then something happens and then you can make the choice. Like, high school's fucking hell enough. Like, then you have this on top of it. What's happening here? Yeah, I agree. When I read the father's blood, they have to drink their father's blood. What the hell are they talking about? But it, it He also says that he and his sister Joe didn't have a choice. 
I don't really understand why there was so much emphasis on all the different characters. And Layla has two sisters and all three of them come from a family of vampire hunters. There were so many characters in this book, but every book in the series is about Sam and Layla. What was the point of her even having sisters? Yeah. Why do I have I don't to read know. about any of the sisters if they're not going to have a book? Well, while I was reading it and all these characters that I felt like I needed a flow chart to track, I thought, Oh, these must be who's in the rest of the books. They're going to, that's the reason. But that's not the reason because you're telling me all the books are just about the main couple. One, that's a mistake. That's a lot of information for just one couple. And two, slow your roll if you are going to be using these characters as, you know, letting them have their own book. All these people did not need to be introduced at the same time. In my opinion. That's right. Because we have all of Sam and his vampire family and then his Navy SEAL buddies. Then we have Layla and her sisters. And then we have her uncles and everybody, which, okay, sure, the original series probably covered all of those other people. But if you're jumping into this series like we are, it was way too fucking mm -hmm. much. There were yeah. shifters, there were uh, vampire doctors, and then there was this little girl who... yeah. When yeah. does she come into play? She's like a big part of the book. Like, when does her thing come out? But maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then trying to keep track of who married who and their family and who was who and who was this kid and the doctor comes into play. It was just too much. I thought it was me. I'm like, wow, this vertigo is really kicking my ass because I can't follow this worth a damn i'm just really practically crying reading this book going okay i gotta finish this book for the podcast and then finally i'm 63 percent in i only have 100 pages left and i'm like i can't do it life's too short that's so funny because i i really felt the same way around that same percentage i was like i can't fucking there was a cia agent yes. who had his memory erased from sam at some point and then he came back and then all of these people were fighting if i did a character list of this there was probably 150 fucking characters trying to keep track yeah. of all of them was impossible with you telling me that these additional books are not about the individual other people the cast of characters i just am floored i can't believe it yeah what was the point of pushing us over the edge i almost called you and said i don't, I don't want to do this podcast anymore because if this is what we're reading i can't do it <laughs> Well, I, I wish you had called me because I really, really struggled with this book. It was really hard for me to read it. And even then, I couldn't focus on it. And mm -hmm. then there was this thing. So they finally have sex in chapter 25, I believe it is. So then, I didn't even get and, that far. Oh, okay. Well, this is when we get into my favorite fucking part in books. We all know I love this trope. Okay. Somebody, one of Sam's friends says, did you use protection? And Sam says, why would I? And then the friend is like, you realize that you could get a human pregnant. And he says, only if she has the right blood type and she doesn't. And then he thinks, I didn't know that for sure. In the heat of the moment, my brain hadn't been interested in anything but her. And then the friend, of course, is like, do you know that for sure? And Sam responds, no. But seriously, those human females with VEL negative blood are rare. And if she did have that blood type, she wouldn't have slept with me. What? Uh, what? Okay, so. I'm sorry, what? Apparently, 
there's a certain blood type of human women that can get pregnant by vampires if they have this blood type. But how do you fucking know if you have that blood type if vampires are supposed to be a secret from the humans? Yeah, right. How would she know? That's what you're telling me this. I'm like, how the fuck would she know this is compatible or incompatible blood with a vampire? And since he was so drawn to her through the whole book... Maybe there was something else going on between them besides him just being a guy wanting to lay her. I don't know. This is the kind of stuff that is inconsistent and then added to the confusion because he starts as a human. Then he, as a teenager, is able to decide he wants to become the vampire. And then he's part of the vampire Navy SEALs. And they're like on an actual Navy base. But like the vampire government is separate from the human government. And I don't even know if anything I'm saying is fucking correct because I was so confused the whole time (laughs) I was reading it. But this was... I took everything in, but then he says stuff like he's sleeping with the human. She would know if she had a vampire blood type, even though humans don't know about vampires. What? Yeah, how would she know? There's no human test to test for this vampire blood type. So she's pregnant at the end of the book? Yes, she fucking is. Oh my god. Yeah, your favorite trope. My favorite, Mm -hmm. because... Mm-hmm. They part ways at the end of the book and she's with her sisters and she starts puking and she thinks the only conclusion is that it's the flu. Of course, these dumb bitches always think it's the flu. <laughs> and then oh, she, God. she thinks if I was pregnant with a vampire baby, I had a colossal problem that would bring down the Aberdeen family. That's her side of the family in one second flat. But I wasn't worried. I didn't have the right blood type. Oh, I'm glad I didn't finish this book. Uh, Yeah. And then she's getting back into bed after she pees on a pregnancy test. And she goes to lay down as the test is being processed. And she Mm -hmm. passes out. I'm sorry, you don't puke and pass out if you're not fucking pregnant, okay? Yeah, if you're terrified that you are going to be pregnant and cause the demise of your entire family line that goes back hundreds of years... You ain't falling asleep. I would need a tranquilizer to wait for the results of that pregnancy test. That really pissed me off in addition to already being fucking pissed off. It ended on a to be continued. And my last note for the whole book is eye roll. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, me too. I do not recommend this book. Honestly, if you had read the first series that it's a spinoff from, then you would not be fucking confused like we were. And maybe you would really enjoy this book. But not having any of that other info, and I was just too confused. I couldn't get into it. I only gave it one wet panty. And I only gave it a wet panty because the sex scene was pretty good. Well, I didn't get to the sex scene, but I doubt it was good (laughs) in my opinion. I still give it half a dry panty dry as the sierra desert and why didn't it say read these books first where does it say anywhere that this is part of another book it just says it's a spin-off from her other series and so the reading order starts with this book it's book one through seven and it says read this book first and so then the other series is a five book series. I'm just going to say this, and I am apologizing in advance. The women that read books like this and think they're super hot and great have never had great sex. I have had great sex. I've had a crazy, crazy great sex. 
this book is not a good depiction of what great sex is. And if you think this is what it is, because she's a number one best-selling author, I'm sorry for you. Go out and hire a gigolo, because you should at least once in your life experience great sex, at the very least. The other series is five books, and it's about his sister. Okay. Well, I'm not so the reading that, that either. Yeah, the series that comes before is about the sister and who we know in Web. the series is like her husband or whatever. Web, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that she's doing like five and seven book series all about the same main characters. I really don't like series that are like that in general. I like a series where each book is a different main character couple. Yeah, I mean, even the Black Dagger Brotherhood book. All the same characters, basically, but each book focuses on a different set of characters. There's enough of a difference, but the other characters are still orbiting in their world. That, to me, is totally fine. But to write, how many books is that about the same people? I don't know. Not my thing. That's 7 plus 5, 12. You're making me do math. That's really bad. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but I couldn't even do it. I had to say whatever that ends up being because I, my brain is fried after that phone call. I bet talking about medical stuff is the absolute worst. Oh my god, yeah, don't even get me started. My whole life is nothing but medical stuff. So yeah, that was a bummer because I was really hoping that we would like it because I kind of liked the concept of vampires, the Navy yeah. Seals, never read this author mm -hmm. before. The cover's really cool. I like the cover. Yeah, the covers are great. I'll give her that. It was just too much for my fucking brain to process. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, so did you read anything else? I uh, Let me open my Goodreads. Do, do, do. I will talk about what I read. Okay, go ahead. So I'm really on this Katie Wilde. Highly recommend her books. And if you want to find out about good sex, what it should be, this is a good place to start. I finished The Stonehearted Bride or The Stoneheart Bride. And that was a really short book. It was like 60 pages. I was really kind of bummed that her books were really super short. I also finished book three in the um, Griffin's Pride series by Kay Draper. I Those books are great. They are freaking hilarious. I finished the third book and now I'm starting the fourth book. The third book is called With Pride and it's book three in Giza's Menagerie series. She's very funny, witty. I like the characters that she's introduced in this book. It's just entertaining and the sex is very hot. The sexual tension between all the players in this is great. I would recommend it. So what are you reading? Okay, I finished two of the books in that series by Stasia Stark, A Court mm. This Cruel and Lovely, and A Kingdom This Cursed and Empty. I have book three downloaded, but I haven't read it yet. And then book four doesn't come out till next year. So that's a bummer. Oh, yeah, that is a bummer. And then I'm currently reading a book by an author I haven't read before. If my freaking uh, cell phone would work. Forgot a book I read. Can I add this book in? Sure. It's called Beauty in Spring, which is also by Katie Wilde. And it's kind of a different take on Beauty and the Beast. It was good. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, you might like this series because it says it's the Wolfkin and Girl series 
So I know you like berserkers. Oh, okay. I do like berserkers. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. I'm um, done. Go ahead. Another book I read is Kingdom of Blood and Salt, book one. And so the book I'm reading right now is book two in that series, Court of Vice and Death. But then for that one, book three doesn't come out till January. So that'll be here soon before you know it. There's a lot going on. It's a holiday season. It'll be here before you know it. I know. I'm just having this problem right now where all of the books I'm reading, the series is not finished. So I'm reading a lot of really good fantasy series that I want to keep reading, but I can't mm -hmm. binge read them because I have to actually wait for the next release. And it's horrible. <laughs> I was going to say, you must be. It's torturous. So two series that you're reading right now and waiting for the next book or whatever, how would you describe what is that book series about? Is it a young romance? Is it no, what is they're not? They're not young adult. They're definitely okay. fantasy, fae, paranormal romance style books with the fae mm -hmm. and vampires and, and all the things I love. Enemies to lovers, that sort of stuff. Okay, I get it. I'm currently listening to the Fourth Wing audiobook, which is really good. And then I downloaded a book that's an audiobook, not fantasy or anything. I think it might actually be a hockey romance, but I haven't read this author. Oh. The audiobook is Twisted Love by Anna Wang. I'm sorry, I'm totally saying her name wrong. It's H-U-A-N-G. But I just went through the Libby app and I was looking for stuff that was like available right now. That's one of the search options in Libby. Yeah. And so that was one of the ones that came up. And so I downloaded that. We'll see if it's any good. Do you have time to even read with everything else going on? That's an audiobook. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of off the audiobook kick because I can't find anything that is interesting enough for me to download and read it's kind of frustrating i like audiobooks because i can listen to them while i'm doing random stuff and sometimes well, i, I listen to a lot of them and sometimes mm -hmm. i just listen to podcasts it's hit or miss yeah i found the tmz podcast so i've been kind of binging that while i've been doing other things you know i have to pick up the house or doing laundry or you know whatever i need to get done but sometimes i just like silence believe it or not mm -hmm. i'm like hmm, this is, this is different but i get it now <laughs> why my mother was always in the sewing room with the radio on she was constantly listening to the radio now i get it because she was listening to stuff or what yeah it's like it's kind of nice to just be in the zone and listen to whoever you like to listen to whether it be music or podcast or whatever radio show she would listen to you know keeps you occupied while you're doing some other things i've got a couple things today i gotta do i'm i'm working on that baby sweater i'm trying to make which is kind of cute and i'm figuring out the way the instructions are i'm like wait are you saying that this is the hood or is this the body of the sweater and then you know, it's been a really long time since I've held a baby. And I'm like, this neck hole looks pretty small. Are babies necks really that little? I don't know. We'll find out. I thought if nothing else, they can put it on a doll. I don't care. I just want to see if I can make it. Are you crocheting or knitting? I'm crocheting. I'm not okay. I'm not fluent enough in the knitting world to to make a sweater. Yeah, that's what Emma and I went out yesterday and went shopping and got a couple of little things and 
We went for coffee. We sat outside at Starbucks drinking coffee and eating scones and watching people fight over parking spots in the parking lot. It was pretty terrifying. I love it. Yeah, there was another table next to us with two women and a kid. And we all started talking about, good God, what are they trying to, what's happening? Is that person getting out of the car? Why are they getting so upset? It's a freaking... You know, I just tell myself when I'm going into a situation like that, well, believe it or not, Rachel, because I'm sure you're not going to believe it. I just tell myself I'm willingly going into the armpit of hell to do what I want to do. And I can't lose my shit over a parking spot. I'm just going to have to take deep breaths and deal with it because otherwise I need to stay home. And I do that enough. I actually like parking further away, especially at Costco, because I feel like it's easier to get out of the parking lot when you're yes. done shopping. Well, that was the thing. The car, They're on the right-hand side, so there's a line of cars going down the middle. And the, on the right-hand side, there's like seven open parking spots. And we're all like, why the hell are these people not parking? And then we realized some of them were trying to get in the drive through line for Starbucks. And it's like, get out of the goddamn car. Walk into Starbucks. It's good for you to walk. I wouldn't want coffee that bad. So what are you going to do for the rest of the day? Edit this podcast. Uh, the one thing I did want to say before I forget, because I just realized this like a week ago on the Libby app, they have magazines. So for anybody who uses the Libby app, if you like magazines, oh. mm -hmm. you can actually check them out for seven days at a time. So that was actually like the funnest revelation I've had in months. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. I love magazines, but then when I subscribe, oh. they're so wasteful. So this is like the perfect yeah. solution for me. Yeah, it is because I look at them in the grocery store. And I'm like, $12 for a magazine? Give me a break. It's ridiculous. Oh, you know what else we forgot to mention our next book? Oh, our next book is, I'm very excited for this. And I know we're going to love it because we love this author. Yes, agreed. Next book is Wicked Capture by Zoe Draven, book one in the Warrior of Rosin series. I couldn't wait to start this book because the female character in the book is named Kara, spelt the same way as my name and everything. And I thought, oh, look at her using my name as one of her characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be great because my whole life, I mean, maybe now that I'm older, it'll, it'll start popping up. Never found my name on a mug or a bicycle license plate as a kid. Nothing. Never. No one ever heard of my name. And since I love her and I love her books, this could be, this is the best to have a character with my name. <laughs> yeah and other than that book. i i am done i've got uh my iris is out of the ground and the guy's coming on friday to take those horrible trees down can't wait oh exciting it's very exciting all right well i'm excited to edit this episode because it's so freaking short it's gonna be super easy <laughs> yeah well good luck to you yeah so uh, sorry to the uh, listeners assuming we have listeners i'm still can't believe it. But yeah, we just could not. I couldn't say anything good about this book. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, just stay true to how you feel. That's all we do. Well, apparently so. Yep. All right, babe. You have a great right. day. You too. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books podcast. You can rate and review us 
on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.